Tornado recovery efforts in Tennessee just got a big boost from Taylor Swift. We'll explain more. Also, Ben Affleck sat down with Erwin McManus for a wide-ranging conversation on faith and doubt. You're not going to want to miss this. And finally, if anyone can get us interested in another Willy Wonka movie, it's Taika Waititi. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Everyone, I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by our church leadership podcast called Called. Each week on Called, activists, innovators, pastors, and leaders like John Eldridge, Julia Veach, Eugene Cho, Rob Hoskins, Rebecca Lyons, N.T. Wright, Darius Daniels, Kim Walker-Smith, and a ton of others join us to talk about how church leaders can be equipped to make a greater impact in their congregations and their communities. We Not only do we s- discuss issues like worship and outreach, but also things that matter to the lives of people in ministry, like mental health, soul care, and protecting marriages for people that are in ministry. If you're in ministry or you know someone who is in church leadership, make sure to check out Called wherever you get your podcast. All right, to tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, how is it going, man? Hey, it's pretty good, Jesse. Happy, uh, happy Thursday to you. Thanks, man. You too. Well, first up, Tyler, uh, this one hits ho- ho- close to home for you, for, for people that uh, maybe mm-hmm. not have listened earlier this week. You live there in East Nashville. Uh, the destruction of these you know, really horrific uh, tornadoes uh, hit just down the street from you. Uh, but there is a, is a cool story coming out today about Taylor Swift getting involved in some of the recovery efforts. What can you tell us? Yeah, so Taylor Swift kind of lives a little bit everywhere now, but Nashville is really the city where she became a star, and uh, she's given back to it a little bit, donating a million dollars towards relief efforts here following the series of tornadoes that rocked our city on Tuesday. She wrote on an Instagram story, quote, Nashville is my home, and the fact that so many people have lost their homes and so much more in Middle Tennessee is devastating to me. And and Tyler, she's been a pretty charitable person. She she has been uh, uh, very charitable. Uh, she made the announcement over uh, Instagram story and directed people towards uh, towards the Middle Tennessee Emergency Response Fund, which is one of the big organizations here that's doing a lot of the work cleaning up. But yeah, she's given to uh, to Nashville quite a bit. Uh, there, there was just uh, in 2012 and 2013, she gave four million dollars for education wow. at the Country Music Hall of Fame, hundred thousand dollars to the Nashville Symphony the year after, and then in. 2019, just last year, she gave 113,000 to the Tennessee Equality Project. So she's been she's been very very good to this city here after spending a lot of her life here. Tyler, like I said, you you're a proud resident of Nashville, and I know that community yeah, is really we in Nashville is, is, is suffering right now. What can you tell us about the the cleanup efforts that are happening there in town? Well, as has been widely reported elsewhere, yeah, two dozen people, over two dozen people, were killed in Nashville and surrounding counties because of the two late night tornadoes that ravaged homes and businesses. Uh, here in East Nashville, we had a lot of damage to a lot of local businesses and homes. Uh, the basement East, a really beloved music venue around here, is left in ruins. And then North Nashville, too, hasn't gotten the same kind of attention that East Nashville has. But North Nashville is a really important part of the city, also a, a part of the city that, that really hadn't been like East Nashville has been uh, gentrified yet, but it got hit hard. And there's been a lot of commentary from people who live there that they're struggling with the threat 
of predatory developers who are going to come in and potentially kick them out of the places that they've lived. That's a real fear. And hopefully the city can band together to make sure that the people who were most affected, most hurt by these tornadoes uh, get put back in their homes where they belong and that we can rebuild the efforts in a way that makes the whole city better and everybody who lives in it. Well, Tyler, the, the community there is certainly in our prayers and we'll definitely keep listeners updated about uh, developments as they come available, about the cleanup efforts. Uh, moving on, uh, Ben Affleck, huge yeah. movie star. People may have heard of him. Uh, <laughs> he recently sat down with Mosaic pastor Erwin McManus. Really interesting. Tyler, what can you tell us? Yeah, so uh, Ben Affleck's got a new movie coming out tomorrow. It's called The Way Back. He plays an alcoholic basketball coach trying to get his life back together. So he visited Mosaic to talk about the film with Erwin McManus, pastor there who's been on this podcast many, many times. Uh, And he also discussed his own career, his legacy, and his real-life ups and downs. Uh, Of course, he's been very, very open and very public about his own issues with alcoholism over the years. And uh, he wanted to discuss some of those issues with Erwin and discuss the role that faith has played in that journey. Well, tell, tell us a little bit more about the conversation that they had, because I was surprised at how vulnerable he, he was willing to be. I really was too. And the, the whole conversation, I should say, is embedded over at relevantmagazine.com. It, it's about 20 minutes long. It is really worth checking out. I wanted to excerpt the clip here, but honestly, you should all just go watch the whole thing because yeah. it's a very yeah. illuminating, uh, interesting conversation that really goes quite a bit deeper that a lot you hear when some celebrities start doing the faith circuit and we've certainly dealt with this a couple of times uh just some sort of pat answers and responses maybe an unwillingness to get into some of the the weeds of what faith means and ben really avoids all of that here he says that church is a major part of his life he still goes weekly with jennifer garner his ex-wife and their children but he acknowledged a conflicted relationship He said, quote, faith is something I have, and it's also something that has been a struggle for me. Going to church, I really find Christian teaching beautiful and moving. The hard thing for me when I struggle, when I suffer, when I see things that are painful, I have doubts. How is there a God that allows this to happen? And he said, honestly, that being part of a 12-step program has helped him sort of re-understand and recontextualize his faith. You know, Tyler, obviously, for people who aren't familiar, the 12-step program has a background, you know, in in sort of uh, the faith world and faith Mm -hmm. and belief in a higher power, specifically God is a big part of traditionally a 12-step program. Uh, You know, and he references that in the discussion and also a conversation he had with someone who kind of helped him uh, kind of give new context to his doubts, right? That was, I felt like, one of the compelling things he, he It really was. Yeah, he he said, and this was an interesting quote, he said, one of the things somebody said to me once was, quote, you don't need to ultimately be sure, you need to seek. Can you seek God? Can you look for God? And the more I did that, and the more I allowed it to become something, it didn't have to be a final determination or me saying I have the answer, I know what's right, but just a search for a higher power, for a higher mission, for a higher meaning, and for what was really important in life and the world, and for a God. That started to connect me more deeply to faith, and faith has served me well in recovery as an alcoholic. So that's just good advice for all 
all of us. Yeah. Uh, whether you're dealing with alcoholism or, or doubt or, or whatever, that's a that's very sound counsel, and I appreciated Irwin's willingness to have that conversation with Ben about that. And uh, I'll say this too, and uh, Jesse, I know you feel the same way. I'm excited for this movie. It looks like a looks like a pretty good one. You're yeah, all this, in. On, this uh, checks a lot of boxes sad, for me. Inspirational sports, sports, sports dad movie. is kind of your lane. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, uh, yeah, it comes out tonight. People should definitely go that's check right. it out, uh, Tyler. And finally, a new Willy Wonka movie is coming, and it's from one of our favorite filmmakers, you know, Jojo yeah. Rabbit, Thor Ragnarok, a, you know, a really interesting catalog he has. Uh, Taika Waititi is, is doing mm-hmm. some Willy Wonka projects next. He's he's probably the only person who could get me interested in a new Willy Wonka movie, or one of the very few, we'll say, who could get me interested in a Willy Wonka movie. So, yeah, the, the world of Roald Dahl. Uh, is going to be Taika's next project. He's writing and directing not one, but two animated movies set in the world, sort of the universe of well, the Wonkaverse, we'll call it, uh, which aim to explore some, some corners that maybe we didn't get into in the previous movies and books. The first will be based on, quote, the world and characters of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And the second is actually going to put the Oompa Loompas in the spotlight, exploring just who they are and how they came to live in servitude of their candy-loving, child-endangering overlord. <laughs> and actually, that's a, a good idea because Tyke is obviously, he's a very goofy guy and very yeah. funny filmmaker, but he's always also got a little bit of social commentary yeah. uh, that, that, he's, that he's interested in. And this seems like the idea of a strange race of people uh, who are ultimately c- come to work for somebody else. It seems like if Netflix allows him to, which is where this is going, he could get into some sort of interesting commentary on that, depending on how long of a uh, leash they give him. Uh, obviously, this book has been adapted twice. First for the Gene Wilder starring classic, uh, Roald Dahl actually famously hated that movie, did not think it was very good. The second was by Tim Burton and Johnny Depp back in 2005. It's been the subject of games, musical, and its own candy company, Dahl's Estate, negotiated a deal with Netflix in 2018. Now, according to Netflix's VP of original animation, her name is Melissa Cobb, she said, quote, I grew up reading Dahl stories and lived large parts of my young life and those magical worlds. So finding just the right creative partner to bring Willy Wonka, Charlie, and the Oompa Loompas to life in animation was a daunting task until Taika walked into the room. Then it was really obvious if Dahl had created a character of a filmmaker to adapt his work, I'm pretty sure he would have created Taika. That's a little more than the usual vote of confidence yeah. these guys get when they come in. That's That felt like it was really, I mean, who knows, but it felt like it was really from the heart. So yeah. I'm definitely well, intrigued to see what he does with this. I'm intrigued, and if there's ever a Netflix series that Michael Scott would be dying to see, given his, his <laughs> you know, love for golden tickets and such, it would be this one. So, so we're definitely looking forward to it. Tyler, thank you, man. Thanks, Jesse. All right, well, you can read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today over at RelevantMagazine.com. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, subscribe to our weekly newsletter and our other podcasts. And don't forget, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.